Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Commercial Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. What could you do now in your current situation that could start building your aviation resume? Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com, and you are listening to the Commercial Pilot Podcast, brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, GroundSchoolAcademy.com, a complete private instrument commercial, soon-to-be CFI and multi-engine online ground school as well. One price gets you all of those courses. One membership price gets you access to all of those courses. The weekly webinars we do each and every Monday night with our online ground school members. It is really an online flight training community that we've built and you guys are going to absolutely love it. Do check out groundschoolacademy.com to learn more. We're going to talk briefly today about building up that aviation resume. I mean, what could you be doing now? I mean, maybe you you have a goal of, I think I wanna do airlines, maybe I wanna be corporate, maybe I just wanna make a good living as a flight instructor, whatever it may be, you need to start positioning yourself here from, from this day forward up for that success, that level of success you wish to obtain. Because don't wait until You're a flight instructor already building some time to decide that, man, I want to go to the airlines. Like I'm a big fan of setting up goals where, man, if I know I want to go to the airlines, not just I want to go to the airlines, but let's say I want to go to JetBlue or I want to go like get specific or I want to fly a 737, like get very specific with what you want to do and start to... um, you know, see some of those goals coming to fruition and it makes your decisions so much easier. Does taking this job right now here today get me closer to working for JetBlue? If the answer is yes, well, let's do it. If the answer is no, well, maybe we need to keep looking, keep waiting and knowing that patience is that virtue sometimes with the right opportunities to come around here. But Let's start thinking here today. I'm just going to go through a list of some items, some possibilities, share some stories so you guys can start getting some ideas as to what you can be doing now to build that aviation resume. First one's the big one is, do you need college? If you want to fly for a major air carrier, such as a JetBlue, a Southwest, a Delta, an American, whatever it may be, Spirit, doesn't matter you're going to need a college degree. Now, it does not have to be an aviation degree, but you're going to need some sort of college degree. And if college wasn't on your radar, not something you're thinking about, well, you can still get some great aviation jobs. Don't get me wrong. But if major airlines are the goal, college is the way to go with that. They just I know they're desperate for pilots. We hear, and I've heard people keep saying, oh, pilot shortage, pilot shortage. And yes, there is a pilot shortage, but don't think they're going to flex on their standards too much. They still want you to have a college degree. The FAA still requires you to have those 1,500 hours. Like there's still just some things that are set that aren't, they're not going to have a lot of flexibility on no matter how much the pilot shortage is. They cannot afford, from a litigation standpoint, to have unqualified individuals in that cockpit. 
It's just they've set the minimum standards for getting a job at these airlines, and that's just what is being upheld. So do you need a college degree for what that goal that you possibly have in your mind is right now? And if, by the way, if you don't have that goal just yet, we're going to be talking more about and you know chatting with individuals who have a lot of these jobs already um, for you to kind of hear their experiences, what their lifestyle is like as well. So know that's coming as well. But do you need that college degree? Then let's say, where do I go? Like, what are some great starting gigs other than the basic, okay, I'm going to become a flight instructor. You know, where could I put myself on a path to success? Uh, if you're looking for some really off-the-wall ideas, um, you know, like flying checks and traffic and, and uh, wildlife management, I, I've done all sorts of crazy gigs before. There's an episode, I don't know how many episodes ago, but it was a few episodes ago where I talked just about that, of, of my first-time aviation jobs. So go, uh, go back a few episodes and you can find, uh, find that and, and kind of see some of my oddball aviation jobs I've held, such as traffic watch and like I said, wildlife management, spotting whales, banner towing, all sorts of stuff um, I've done. But what are some great starting gigs you can get after CFI or even during CFI? I know a lot of flight instructors who are only flight instructors on the weekends because they have a Monday through Friday gig that's still aviation related, flying for somebody, right seat in a Citation 500 or a CJ1, whatever, as you know, just helping out as it may be, King Air 300, whatever it may be, just something basic that, you know, is a little extra money, but more importantly, it's hours in the logbook and it's that aviation resume. But where are some great starting gigs where you could flow to where you want to go to? For example, last night on our online ground school member webinar, someone said, Jason, I've got corporate pilot aspirations. What do you think of Cape Air? And I'm, I'm real familiar with Cape Air because I did a year at Bridgewater State College. At the time, now it's Bridgewater University. It was just Bridgewater State College when I was there. Uh, and obviously, Cape Air is so popular up there. And I would say I would say 90% of Bridgewater graduates end up going on to Cape Air. Cape Air is popular down here, though, too, flying in uh, you know, the, the Caribbean and South America and all the hops they do down here in the Florida area um, as well, You know, south of us, obviously, well south of us, but still very popular to flow into Cape Air as well. But the big question is, you do a Cape Air, you do a regional carrier like that, it doesn't matter, Envoy, it doesn't matter where you go. Where do you go next? Where does Cape Air flow to? Do they flow to American or JetBlue? Do they have a guaranteed interview with any of these airlines? Who is Envoy a parent company of? You know, these are the questions you need to be asking and looking at. Now, if you want to go the airline route, and again, you're going to have to be willing to kind of cut your teeth for a little bit of pay, probably live somewhere you're not so crazy about living initially, and maybe just have a, a, a crash pad with a few fellow first officers, whatever it may be, just to have a place to rest your head at night and, and take a shower and do it all again in the morning when you're not in hotels. It's, it's not going to be a glamorous two or three years, but if you're willing to, when your goal is as bright as you, as you can make it, like that goal you're setting now of where I want to be, I want to be a Southwest cat, whatever it may be, when you set that goal, cutting your teeth for two, three years is, is nothing 
because you're learning so much and you're not getting paid a whole lot and you're not living where you want and it's a tough lifestyle. But when you set that goal, like we started with this podcast with, um, you know, this is obviously a podcast on building that aviation resume, but it's turning more into goal setting type podcast now, isn't it appropriate for the beginning of the year? But when you set that goal and, and it's so clear in your mind that those sacrifices don't, don't hurt as bad. So when looking at gigs during and after CFI and where to flow to, um, think about where they flow next. Where do a majority of their students end up afterwards? And then let's take a step back even. I'm getting ahead of myself. What about just basic activities for today? You say, Jason, this is great. I appreciate this little goal setting workshop here. But what are some things I could go out and do this month, this week, um, to help build that aviation resume? How many wings credits do you have? How many of you on this podcast know what WINGS credits are? WINGS credits are like CEUs, continuing education units, kind of if you're a lawyer or a doctor, you'd have a realtor, you'd have to do CEUs, right? Well, WINGS credits, W-I-N-G-S, WINGS credits are just like that. They're not required, but they're above and beyond, little extra things you can do like attending a WINGS credit seminar. Anytime I do a seminar around the country, it's good for WINGS credits. And you know what? Those WINGS credits, I go in and I had to be specifically approved. I can go in to the FAA database and add WINGS credits directly to your FAA permanent record. And that's a cool thing. When if you were to ever have an incident or an accident, whatever it may end up being, and they pull up and they say, oh, wow, so-and-so has a ton of WINGS credit. They are. They live out that good pilot is always learning mantra. And they see that it makes you look good. They might give you a slap on the wrist rather than a suspension or something like that on your permanent record, right? Because WINGS credits don't expire. They're always with you. There are things you could list on a resume that, listen, I, I've got you know 30 basic and 40 master WINGS credits because I'm always attending seminars and workshops and education is, a, it is of the utmost importance to me. What you know, individual, whether it's just the basic HR interview, isn't going to want to hear someone stepping in there saying, listen, I, uh, I commit my nights and weekends when I could be like 95% of my peer group playing video games. Um, I go out and attend these wings credit seminars and webinars, even in the comfort of my own home. And when I could be out partying or doing whatever, I'm doing this instead. Um, I'm committed to aviation safety. That's what that says on a resume. Look into some WINGS credits. Look at our speaking schedule. I haven't released my 2017 full speaking schedule yet, but we're hitting you know, most states, uh, most big major metropolitan areas. So come check us out. You're going to get WINGS credits for checking us out as well. What about something like Civil Air Patrol? Have you ever looked into what Civil Air Patrol offers and does? There's, there's flight time incentives too. But a great resume builder is something like having that, that again, on my nights and weekends, my times when most kids uh, you know, my age are out partying or playing video games or, or wasting time away, I'm out helping the aviation community through Civil Air Patrol. What about airline internships? 
It's your dream to be a Southwest captain. It's your dream to be a JetBlue captain, whatever it may be. What about an airline internship? And let me tell you, it's probably not going to be an internship you're related to flying airplanes, right? You may take an internship at some hub that you really don't want to be at for three or four months, and you're just interning in the the baggage check-in. And it's not glamorous, but you know what? Your name is now in the JetBlue system or the Southwest system. And you can add that to that resume that, you know, my goal is to fly for you guys, but right now I'm willing to help you throw bags and do this sort of stuff just to get my foot in the door. I read a great story once of a UPS driver who ended up becoming a UPS pilot. I mean, how amazing is that? I'll have to find that article again so I can share more facts from it. But how, how amazing for someone to go from just day-to-day delivering your UPS packages and when he found time on, and geez, when do UPS drivers find time, right? I mean, it doesn't seem like they ever slow down. Um, Christmas time of year, they work till 9, 10 p.m. it seems like. But during the downtime, the times he had off, he would take his flight lessons and was learning to fly and went from a driver into management, just kept working his way up to the system. And next thing you knew, a pilot position opened up and he applied for it and got the job because his name was already in the door at the company that he desired to work for. These are the leaps you need to be taking, looking at these internships and always learning too. I mean, I don't know if you realize this, this is getting back to airlines again, but this applies to net jets, any of this stuff. Like these interviews, whether they're airlines, they're net jets, they're as basic as Cape Air, doesn't matter. The HR interview will feel like an interview, the human resources one, just the basic interview you get in there just to make sure you're not a, a crazy person, you know what you're talking about. When you get into the technical interview, it's gonna feel like a check ride. There's entire prep books on how to prep for an airline interview just because it's so technical. It feels like a check ride when you're in there. So how do you live out that good pilot is always learning mantra, right? And prepare for these interviews. You could be, again, this is the importance of knowing where you want to be in 5, 10, 20 years. Because if you know you want to be a JetBlue captain, well, you better go find yourself some JetBlue interview gouges to know what kind of questions they ask, know what kind of things they look for. Go find some JetBlue captains who can mentor you. And it's, it's not that hard. I mean, you can go on LinkedIn and start searching for people who fly for JetBlue and start adding these people and just providing value to them and starting a discussion with them and, and sharing your excitement for aviation and JetBlue is a company with them and assuming they share that same excitement, get some great insight on, listen, this is how, this is where I cut my teeth. This is the best way to do it. I did, I, I went this, 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 and this path. This is my roadmap. Then you interview the next guy or gal, and he or she says, man, I, it's so funny that they said that because I took that exact route, except I did this different, and it wasn't as good. I bet it's better doing their route. And you really carve out this blueprint to your goal. You know, Tony Robbins always says the best way to find success is to find people who already have what you want and model it. If you want to be that JetBlue captain, model exactly what they did to get there. Somebody's already done the hard work ahead of you. Just go out and model their success. It's the fastest way to success yourself. 
So again, maybe this is all a little bit beyond the scope of just building an aviation resume. Maybe I turn this more into a goal-setting, uh, commercial pilot job-seeking uh, type of podcast. But hopefully you appreciate that insight. I don't always follow the script perfectly. So hopefully you enjoy that. I'm glad to be back with you guys. We really... Um, I'm just overwhelmed with the emails and the comments and, and phone calls about, hey, when's the podcast coming back? Everyone loves this podcast, and I didn't realize it. I, I spent so much time focusing on our videos for YouTube, for our ground school, plus, you know, all this drone stuff launched. Like, we've just been so busy. That's why I'm so excited to really be back in the saddle with you all. The goal is we've really set up a podcast team, um, and the goal is to have this out once a week is the true goal uh, for that. So very excited to be sharing that with you all. So listen, thanks for sharing this with your friends. Enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember, a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. See ya.